Where are their parents? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Big Umbrella, by Amy June Bates, co-written by Juniper Bates, published by Simon & Schuster. The Big Umbrella is a brisk novel about a sentient umbrella that loves to shelter anyone and everyone from the rain. Will there be enough room for all? Or will some be left disgruntled and soaked out in the rain? Well, put your raincoat on, grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We open... No, not the umbrella. The story. We're in a house. Whose house? We don't know. We see there's a red umbrella with an upside-down smiley face on it. It seems to be sleeping. Poor guy fell asleep upside-down with the top of his head on the cold hard tile. That can't be comfortable. I wonder if he always sleeps like that. Or if he just had a little too much to drink the night before and passed out in that precarious position like a drunk college student. Ugh. How was your guy's night? Not bad. Where did you sleep? I just woke up upside down in the bushes. Oh. Yeah, I'm super well rested. Should we start the day drink? Next, a child enters the picture. No, not in my own life. I'm not exactly suited to take care of a child right now. I'm talking about the book. And the child is all bundled up in their rain gear. As she's walking out the door, she's reaching for the umbrella that happens to be her exact same size. Who's letting this kid just walk out of the house like this? She can't be more than six. Her head's at the doorknob. Her parents must be begging for her to be abducted. Mom, will you play with me? Ugh, I can't stand this kid. She never stops. Oh, would you look at that? The front door's open. Why don't you go roam and discover new things outside? And hopefully someone else will take you. What'd you say? Nothing, dear. Have fun. We get to learn more about the umbrella's size. Quote, It is big. End quote. Uh, duh, you think? I hope that thing is a golf umbrella, or this child is holding a massive lightning rod. But then again, maybe that was mom's plan all along. Yes, dear. Take the umbrella. Make sure you hold it up high. If someone doesn't get her, the lightning sure as hell will. <laughs> I'm bad. We continue getting more info on the umbrella. It's not only big, but it's welcoming. Except when you try to walk through the door with it. Ah, shit. I'm stuck. Oops. Alright, if you just back up and... Okay. <laughs> I can put this umbrella over here. Um, give me a second. Take your time. Let me just close... Uh, just close the damn thing. And who told you to walk into a house with an open umbrella? Don't you know it's bad luck? You know what? I'm just gonna leave this outside. Anyway, we know this umbrella has a good disposition because it always has that same eerie smiling face. It has to be pretty easy going, considering it was just yanked out of its slumber like that. 
Ah, get your hands off me. No, it's people. Hiya. On top of its good disposition, we learn this umbrella is caring and get to see how much it enjoys covering people from the rain. And we see the small child stagger down the city block with the umbrella blocking her vision, having no clue where or what she could be walking into. Likely a taxi, maybe a predator's arms, or a Balenciaga fashion show. She better start looking around fast. What do you know? The child holding the umbrella stops, and a mopey-looking kid with their hoodie up waddles underneath the umbrella too. And now they're both under the umbrella. Though we can't see the characters' faces, we can see they're awkwardly standing looking forward like two dudes standing at a urinal, and the one guy happened to choose the one right next to the other guy when there were like ten other urinals. Keep your head up. What do you know? People see this and start piling under. A little ballerina and a little basketball player, who were not prepared for the rain at all, are under the smiling umbrella. One has to ask, where are these kids' parents? Leaving their children cold and wet to roam the streets like this. In all my years, I've never seen anything like this. Though, I've only lived in Chicago. Maybe things are different in New York, Portland, or Tijuana. Things get really strange, when a massive duck shows up, or I'd assume it is, all I see are gigantic webbed feet. And the book says, the umbrella don't care if you a big boy. Yeah, maybe the umbrella doesn't care, but the duck's back sure as hell will, being all hunched over like that. Rule number one with the umbrella, let the tall guy hold it. It's becoming more and more clear that this umbrella don't discriminate. Whether you're tall, too talkative, quote, or hairy. End quote. And we see a being covered in hair, head to toe, holding a briefcase. Shocking that he was able to land a job in only his birthday suit. Uh, we said suit and tie. Oh, I know. This guy thinks out of the box. I like him. You're hired. Dress codes are becoming more lax now. You know, the umbrella may not care that this guy's hairy, but everyone under it will. Mmm, can I have some of your cheese fries? Sure. Oh, oh, there's a hair in it. I gotta give credit to this umbrella. It goes with the flow. I mean, it keeps getting pelted in the face by rain, but it always seems to have a smile. And no matter how many people show up, it just keeps expanding. And there always seems to be more room even when it looks like there isn't. Next, the pigeon lady from Home Alone 2 shows up, and then a bitch follows. Sorry, dog to the layperson. Everyone's piling under. It comes out that people are scared they won't be able to fit, and I would be too. It could certainly go south quick. Boy, is it hot under here. Yeah, my shoulder's getting wet. Yeah, this isn't doing anything. Let me hold the umbrella. No, I need to hold the umbrella. No, I need to hold the umbrella. But don't worry. Amy reassures us there will always be enough room no matter what. Well, that's a relief. If there's always room, we won't ever need to buy or steal an umbrella ever again. And would you look at that? The story ends with the rain gone, and the umbrella is now blocking out the sun over everyone in the park. How about that? We can see everyone's faces now. And we watch two dudes riding a tandem bike like they stole it. 
with little kids packed on it all around them. And they don't look related. So the abducting begins. So what's the moral Amy wants us to get out of this? Well, first we have to deduce just what the umbrella was supposed to represent. Which is quite difficult. The umbrella could be a multitude of things. It could be a big corporation. It could be government. Or society as a whole. Whatever it was, it was there to shelter everyone from the elements and to keep them warm and dry. It seems that Amy and Juniper are saying their hope is for some entity to block out all the bad for everyone. If that's the case, we saw at the end the negatives that come with that. If you try to restrict too much, you can block out needs for a happy, healthy life. And in the case of this book, at the end, it was much needed son. It certainly is a cautionary tale. What do I think of Amy and Juniper's work? Well, first off, I can't believe Amy needed help writing this one. It was like three sentences total. And if that is the case, that she really needed help, she needs to find a new line of work. I'll admit, I appreciate a brisk read. But this whole thing was over-the-top, cheesy, and contrived. I mean, tell me you have a coexist sticker on the back of your car without telling me you have one. As for the pictures, if you're going to make it a point to say everyone is welcome, and then draw attention to how you're trying to represent everyone in the pictures, you need to make sure you have everyone represented before you start throwing monsters in there. Amy, whether she meant it or not, made light of diversity, and made the ones who were left out of her grand society under the umbrella in her pictures feel subhuman while reading this. So needless to say, her pictures did the opposite of what she espoused, which was inclusivity. If you want a virtue signal to your friends, Put this one up on your shelf. They'll be super impressed. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 1.9. I'm turning my nose up at it, having none of it, and if I'm shamed into taking a bite, I guess I'll have to. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.